Welcome to Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. Join Stacy and learn from her 20 years of experience as she shares top-notch advice on marketing best practices for brands and walks you through how to leverage entertainment content and influencer partnerships to increase your brand's overall consumer engagement and, most importantly, your sales. Welcome to another episode of Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them. I'm Stacey Jones, and today I'm going to talk to you about a fairly new marketing practice and how you can leverage podcasts for branded content partnerships to get tremendous engagement for your brand. Our team found some great stats on podcasts that I'm going to share with you. Earlier this year, Apple reported that there are over 550,000 active podcasts, one of which is the podcast you're listening to now. Additionally, Apple stated that 50% of homes are podcast listeners, which is over 60 million homes in the United States. And 16 million people now describe themselves as avid podcast fans. Podcast Insight reports that podcast listeners are extremely loyal, as 80% of the base listens to every episode on a weekly basis, creating a perfect environment for repeated exposure to advertising opportunities. 36% of podcast listeners are multicultural. Additionally, listeners tend to be educated and affluent, most brand marketers' dream demographic. As I'll be discussing, no matter who your brand is targeting as a consumer, there are podcasts that are perfectly marrying your market. So when we start talking about podcasts, the first question that seems to come up every time is not how the brand can become part of the content, but how much it costs. So let's start today's conversation there. In the world of podcasts, Much like radio, and even like many social influencer campaigns, everything is really based off of a CPM model, which is the abbreviation for cost per thousand. What that actually means is that for every 1,000 listeners or followers in the influencer marketing space, there's a set fee that's going to range from anywhere from $10 or so to $100, all driven by what you are actually asking to have happen within the content with your brand. So to make this super easy to understand, If a CPM is $10 and someone has 10,000 followers, then it would cost $100 to be in their podcast. And if the CPM stayed at $10 and someone had 100,000 followers, then it would cost $1,000 to be in that podcast. But if the CPM is $10 and someone has 1 million followers, then it would cost $10,000 to be in their podcast. Make sense? And the more involved your brand is within the podcast, within the conversation, or through additional extensions like newsletters or social posts, the more the rate for the CPM is going to be. And the bigger the listening group, obviously the higher the rate is going to be because of the sheer scale of what the CPM is being applied against. And just like with social influencers, once you add that magic word celebrity to the mix, you are seeing a much higher CPM charge, not just based on what the individual has to do, but also based on the celebrity clout factor, that sexy factor of what it costs to be involved in something with an actor, a musician, an athlete, or other star-studded personality figure, which can also apply to niche personalities outside of the typical celebrity universe, where their words are so golden to entrepreneurs or within the tech industry that they have their own gold dust glitter and ability to charge higher fees. 
which means for brands that are somewhat new to advertising, you may not want to look at the highest echelon of podcast content partnerships and start out a little bit more grassroots so you can grow along with the podcast, which means for brands that are somewhat new to advertising, you may not want to look at the highest echelon of podcast content partnerships and start out a little more grassroots so you can grow along with the podcast and possibly get a little extra love along the way. And for brands that have been trying their hand at influencer marketing, possibly working with micro-influencers, you could take some of that time and energy you are putting in to that to build some podcast campaigns instead. There is so much benefit from working with micro-influencers. They are really great for brands at creating content from their own perspective that is shareable and impacting their own direct audiences. They have so much benefit and high engagement. The problem is that they are a little like herding cats. And it takes a tremendous amount of time and energy to actually reach out, find them, secure them, get them to post, make sure that what they're posting is great or fixing it. So it has some challenges. The value to podcasts are that they typically hit a very tuned in niche audience. These are people who are listening on a daily or weekly basis on their ride to work as they work out in the morning or when they have some downtime. And when it comes to choosing podcasts, You need not think that you're going to reach hundreds of thousands or millions of listeners. That's not the name of this game. Unless it's hosted by a celebrity or celebrity influencer, you are not going to come close to those metrics. It's more like micro-influencer partnerships or even macro-influencer partnerships. A podcast is considered a good podcast that's a strong advertising vehicle if it has at least 5,000 listeners to an episode. And quite frankly, there's a lot to be said for even smaller audience bases as they're growing and usually offer a very niche demographic of listeners. My podcast that you're listening to, Marketing Mistakes and How to Avoid Them, is a niche-focused podcast. I'm not trying to get everyone and their mother to listen. I'm focused specifically on brands and agencies and helping them find more success with branded content partnerships. That is super focused. Sure, we have some crossovers, and I hear from listeners who are from the production world as well as from actual influencers themselves as well who find the content valuable, and we have content that definitely speaks to them. But as a whole, we are focused on brand and agencies, which means any company that wanted to become part of our content world would share that common targeted demographic. That could be project management software, or it could be cyber insurance, only because we had that mess of a cyber crime that I've spoken about. It could be inbound marketing software. Or it could be someone associated with finance and running a company. It's not likely going to be bottled water, a dating app, or a car company, but more so companies that help brands and agency marketers get their jobs done better. My first piece of advice to listeners is that you don't need to be an Oprah's masterclass right out of the gate unless you have the budget to spend. Even if you do have the budget to spend, Testing out other podcasts that are smaller and building up to that giant podcast is going to give you a lot of education on what works and what doesn't work for your brand. So with podcasting, there's a couple of different options for brand advertisers. The first option is your very standard typical advertising, where there are pre-, mid-, and post-roll ads interwoven into the podcast content. Pre-, mid-, and post-ad units sound just like traditional radio ads and either lead into the programming are used like almost a commercial break halfway through or in another part of the programming or at the end of the program, just like there are on YouTube. But you don't get the option really of skipping easily unless you're fast forwarding. These are your typical 10, 15, or 30 second typical standard ads. I keep on saying typical, there's a reason here. Pre-produced and all prettily packaged up and delivered to the podcast editor to pop into the content. Your brand's going to be able to 
absolutely control the messaging just as you ideally want it, but it's the least exciting way to engage with the listener. But quite frankly, that's not what you want typically. Unless you're really trying to drive a message or push out a call to action where you want it within the programming and it's an added plus to other in-content build-outs that we're about to talk about. You know, these traditional ad spots can be a great way to tag in a special offer, to heighten the branding message, or to provide additional information that might not be as organic to the conversation of the podcast. In podcasting, there is something a little more special and slightly more expensive than a traditional ad spot, which isn't your typical ad, which brings us to your second option, which is a live read. Instead, it's more old school, like what the Grand Old Opry does in Nashville, where a brand is a sponsor of the podcast, and the host does a live read about the brand based off of pre-scripted copy that the brand submitted. The host is going to be provided by your brand the messaging, potentially to tweak a little bit, and they're going to naturally read it instead of making it sound like it's a true commercial and put that inside of their podcast. These typically run closer to 60 seconds within the podcast. The third option for podcast marketing is to have a true conversation built within the podcast, an organic conversation, which to our agency is like the holy grail. It's what you should be striving for, true branded content. It's not a 30 or 60 second ad read. It's not a commercial. It's about a conversation from the viewpoint of the host or hosts talking about the brand and what they like about it. You'll be giving them messaging points to include in the conversation, but not so many that's a commercial. You want this to be real. And by the way, in order to follow FTC guidelines, they are going to have to make sure the listener knows that this is a paid part of their podcast, but they can do so gently and nicely and just make sure their butt as well as your brands is covered legally. You don't want to get fined. Then there's the fourth area where you actually get to start sponsoring the full entire podcast. This is really a new marketing opportunity. I mean, all of this is quite frankly, but this is the newest and it's one of the most cutting edge. Literally, the podcast becomes yours, at least for a few episodes. In this form of marketing, the podcast will have a segment of one to three episodes, or even more, that stands alone as subsets of the rest of the show. Within these isolated episodes, the content's about something that applies to the brand in general, and also provides a shout out to the brand for sponsoring the segment and typically includes a conversation about the brand as well. The brand wins as they get their marketing messaging baked into the show, and also because now they are shown as a thought leader, providing education and value to listeners. With sponsorships, you might sponsor the podcast and have that conversation topic be centered around the brand. Or it could be a brand that doesn't necessarily want to host their own web series or podcast, and they want to go in and sponsor a podcast and be positioned as a thought leader of the content and have their brand be interwoven into the conversation too. But also bring in other brands to the conversation that can elevate them. And if you find a podcast host that doesn't want you to take over their weekly podcast or daily podcast, there might still be options to have them do a few extra added bonus episodes, branded by you, sponsored by you, that are still going to be well listened to. And it's also going to be marketed still similarly by the podcast creator. Doing a one and done doesn't make so much sense in my opinion. It really doesn't. This is all about building a campaign. With branded content or sponsorships, you want to be able to have multiple touch points, and it could be a mix of all of the strategies I've discussed for podcast partnerships. What you don't want to go and do is scrimp and piecemeal out podcasts so that you barely are there. You want to make sure you have a strong footprint in whatever content you can afford to be in, whether that's $500, $5,000, or $50,000. 
The bigger your inclusion in the content, the higher the CPM range is going to be. But you can control these costs by knowing that the type of partnership you do drives the conversation, as does the size of the listener base. Podcasts are great for any size brand because they let you start off where you can pay and you can grow the audience. Then you go from there. As the market of podcasts continues to grow, the new forms of advertising within them will continue to emerge. You know, we know a thing or two about podcasts as we produce one every single week on topics centered around helping brand managers best leverage content partnerships to impact their sales. If you haven't yet, make sure you check out some of my other episodes and take a listen. And please realize, working with podcasts are not going to lead magically to immediate sales. It's a process, and it's a continual process that your brand needs to participate in and build upon. Just like any PR or advertising marketing practice, podcasts should become part of your marketing program with a plan being that whether earned media or paid media, you're going to try to get in front of your targeted audience in enough repetitions to have them better remember you and become, through this repetition, interested in purchasing your brand. Influencer marketing and branded content is not a one-hit wonder, and that's a mistake many brands make. You can also visit our Influencer Marketing School at learn.hollywoodbranded.com, where our classes provide you and your team actionable insight to help you create the best marketing partnerships for your brand. And stop by hollywoodbranded.com for more tips, check out our library, which has infographics, white papers, ebooks, and videos, or our blog, blog.hollywoodbranded.com which has hundreds of helpful hints on how to make brands influence their entertainment content partnerships a success from the get-go. That's it for this episode. I hope it was helpful. And please let me know if you have any feedback. I'll see you next week. And as always, if you need a little or a lot of help, my agency, Hollywood Branded, is here to lend a hand. If you would leave a review or any questions I can address in the future, I'd really appreciate it as your feedback helps me know my advice is valuable and interesting to you. Thank you. to make the magic of product placement celebrity event activations or influencer partnerships help your sales visit hollywoodbranded.com to gain access to free content to learn which key tactics best fit your brand you'll find surveys webinars daily blogs ebooks and guides all created to make sure you have access to the best possible marketing practices let's make that entertainment marketing magic happen for you